0: This is Rhema for today.
1: Now you see, the Ten Commandments were written by the finger of God on a table of stone. But the new commandment is written by the finger of God. You understand when the Bible talks about the finger of God, it's talking about the Holy Ghost all through the Old Testament. And that this new commandments are written in here, in our spirits. Amen. That's exactly what he said. Now, how is it written in our spirits? Well, go to Romans 5, 5, and it'll tell you the love of God, the love of God. What kind of love? love of God. Human love? No, we already had that. What kind of love? The love of God.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagin. This week we're going to continue with the series by Kenneth E. Hagan, Love the Way to Victory. This will be a great week of teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message.
1: You could open your Bibles again to the 13th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Here we read from the 34th and 35th verses that Jesus said a new commandment. Everybody say new commandment. commandment. A new commandment I give unto you. What is this new commandment? That ye love one another as I have loved you. That ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples, if you have love one to another. How are they going to know that you're his disciples? Jesus said, this is the way, if you have love one to another. And so the new law, this law of love, was to take the place of the old law, or the old Ten Commandments. You see, Jesus fulfilled the old covenant, and he established a new covenant in his blood. And there is no need for the Ten Commandments now for us who are in Christ. Because we've noticed from the 13th chapter of Romans that if we walk in love, we have fulfilled the law. You see, immediately when you say that, because folks have been so religiously brainwashed until they miss what the Bible is saying. When you say that, they say, well, you mean we don't have to keep the Ten Commandments? Well, if you walk in love, you're not going to break any commandment that was ever given to curb sin. If I love you, I'm not going to bear false witness against you, Emma. If I love you, I'm not going to steal from you, Emma. The Bible said, love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is a fulfilling of the law. And so we don't have to fool with a bunch of commandments. Just take the new one that he gave us, bless God, and abide in it, and walk in it. Now, both Ezekiel and Jeremiah prophesied concerning the new covenant. The writer of the book of Hebrews refers to those prophecies. And in those prophecies, for instance, in the 8th chapter of Hebrews, where he said uh, concerning Jesus, let's just start with the 6th verse and read. But now hath he, talking about Jesus, obtained a more excellent ministry. Now Jesus, in other words, when he talks about a more excellent ministry, you'll find out that previous in this chapter he was talking about Moses, he's talking about the priesthood and all of that. But Jesus has obtained a more excellent ministry. By how much more also he is the mediator of a better covenant. I want you to hold that in your mind now. Better covenant. Which was established upon better promises. For if that first covenant, talking about the old covenant or the old testament. Had been faultless. Then no place should have been found for the second covenant. Talking about the new covenant or the new testament. For finding fault with them he saith, that is God said. God said. Behold the days cometh saith the Lord when I will make a new covenant That's the New Testament that we're walking in the light of with the house of Israel with the house of Judah Not according to the covenants that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt Because they continued not in my covenant and I regarded them not saith the Lord For this is the covenant see this is the new covenant The New Testament is the new covenant. This is the new covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind. Now, uh, by the word put in my King James translation, Cambridge Bible, King James translation, there's a little number one. And I look over in the margin and find number one and it says GR, Greek. And it says, instead of saying I will put my laws, I will give. The Greek said, I will give my laws into their mind. You see, he gave us this new testament. We can read it. Blessed be God, we just got through reading it. Amen. And he's given us his new covenant in our mind. Now then, secondly, if that's as far as he went, it wouldn't have been enough. But I'll write them in their heart. Now, you see, the Ten Commandments were written by the finger of God, on a table of stone. But the new commandment is written by the finger of God. You understand when the Bible talks about the finger of God, it's talking about the Holy Ghost all through the Old Testament. And it's that this new commandments are written in here, in our spirits. Amen. Amen. That's exactly what he said. Now, how is it written in our spirits? Well, go to Romans 5 5 and it'll tell you the love of God. The love of God. What kind of love? human love? No, we already had that. What kind of love? The love of God. You see, the Bible said God is love. So then the kind of love that God is, or putting it another way, the God kind of love is shed abroad in our hearts. Now, when he said hearts here, actually he's referring to our spirits, the inward man down in here. The love of God is is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. That's how he wrote it in our hearts. By the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so really, if you would learn to listen to your heart, you know on the inside of you what you ought to do. But you see, we weren't taught to listen to our hearts. We got our heads all cluttered up with religious teaching instead of getting our minds renewed with the Word of God. Amen? And so then... One can readily see that that law is written in our hearts. It's in there. Praise God. Now, let's look at some more scripture real quickly here. For instance, let's look into the book of Galatians. Galatians chapter 5. And notice this. Paul is writing here to the churches of Galatia. Now these were Gentile churches. This letter was not written just to one church, but it was written to be read by the churches throughout Galatia, if you'll read the first chapter. Notice in this fifth chapter and in the 14th verse, he said, For all the law, everybody say all the law, law. is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, if I love my neighbor, then I've fulfilled all of the law. Amen. I don't have to worry about any other word or commandment. Are you listening to me? But you see, people fight small wars over this and that and the other. When it's so simple, they stumble over the simplicity of it and miss the whole thing. Now then, let's skip down to the 22nd verse and notice what he said. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, uh, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Hallelujah. Now, uh, the translators of the King James in translating this, that 22nd verse, they, they capitalized the letter S there, which would lead you to believe that that refers to the Holy Spirit. But as W.E. Vine points out in his Expository Dictionary of New Testament words, there is only one Greek word for spirit, and that is pneuma. And uh, you, you, you have to tell, it's difficult to tell sometimes whether he's talking about the Holy Spirit or the human spirit if he just uses the word spirit, because the same word is used. If he says Holy Spirit, then we understand Holy Spirit. But it's quite obvious, and I'll prove it to you, it's quite obvious that he's not talking about the Holy Spirit here. He's talking about the human spirit.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagen and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagen's two CD set called How to Know the Will of God. Next is Kenneth Hagen's CD entitled A Place Called There. And last but not least, Lynette Hagen's book, God's Positioning System. All three resources are for the special price of $16.50. That's 50% off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-888. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of RAMA for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.
2: Honey, in July, camp meeting. Oh, yeah. Yes, this month, camp meeting. July the 22nd through the 27th, it begins there on Sunday night, 6 p.m., Yeah, and then Monday through Friday, 10, to thirty and 7.30. We're going to have an awesome, awesome time.
3: Yeah, we have the adult services, yes. the summer blitz, is That's six the through the 12th grade, and the of kids, infant through 5th grade. Now, I'm looking at uh, inside of our, this is our Word of Faith magazine. It comes out, uh, uh, you know, about, I don't know how many, this is the June-July issue yes. right here. That I'm looking at, and I just said, "Well, hey!" Then I looked here, and I I'm looking at there. We got Charles Cowan and Mark Hankins and Daryl Helbom, David Sharon, Craig Hagen, Denise Hagen Burns, and somebody named Kenneth W. Hagen yes. and somebody named Lynette Hagen. That's right. We're all. Uh, it's going to be a great time. You need to come. Restoration is free. Yes. And uh, actually, you can uh, go online to rama.org/slash camp meeting, and you can Register. sign up. And that summer blitz is for the youth. It's a fantastic it, yes, thing. It it's in their auditorium. The youth building we just finished mm-hmm. what, last year sometime? Yes, yes, But on Friday they got a special event so hey, they're 10 a.m., 2.30, 7.30 for them. Some of the youth groups are coming. They're using that as youth a youth camp. camp. That's right. So hey, we want to invite you to come on out and,
2: and, you know, and honey, be with us. Some people may not even know what camp meeting
3: is. Yeah, okay. So
2: we need to tell them what is camp what meeting. What is
3: camp meeting? Yes. Well, it comes from the old timers, and I've been there <laughs> when I was Are a you kid. You're saying
2: you're an old timer? Well,
3: let's put it this way I, I was a kid when I went all with my right, dad because right. he would, they would, him being a minister, he preached at some of them. We're and, not
2: old timers, we're just mature. Yeah,
3: that's <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, okay. Anyway, they would get together, they would come out, they would actually camp out. And there would be a tent or a brush yard. in the early days it was brush arbor, but then it was a tent with sawdust. I've, I've been there with tents. I've been there with <laughs> two. And uh and then, but now, we call it indoor camp meeting. That's you, right. you get a hotel room. And, and air conditioning. And air conditioning. Yes. It was hot back in those days. <laughs> it was.
2: And you know, honey, it's just a time to get refreshed.
3: It's a time to come together, just worship God, enjoy fellowship. After the meetings, go out to eat with different yes. people and enjoy fellowship and then come, uh, with natural fellowship. And then come and have a spiritual renewal.
2: That's right. And you know, to really connect with God and... And
0: ask him for direction. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message on Love, The Way to Victory. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.